Hey, I'm Tim C. Hey, I'm Landon Blanks. And you're listening to Hacking Concrete. Yeah! I was watching TV with the kids. We're watching Christmas Christmas specials, and um, we're watching the Charlie Brown Christmas. Have you seen that? Yes. So I was watching, and I started thinking about you. Because <laughs> in the middle of that show, there's that guy, Pigpen. Oh, perfect. Perfect. And he, and he, everywhere he walks, there's a cloud of dust. So I started thinking about you because every time you get in my truck there's, and you get out of the truck, you leave remnants of job sites on the door, on the black door. <laughs> it's always on my knees. You'll have it on the front dash, on the side where the handle is. Oh, the knees are, yeah. The knees are bad. Because my guys that ride in the backseat of the truck with me put their knees up on the back of the seats and the seats are dark gray and and there's knee prints, dusty knee prints. I think you're the only one that brings extra clothes. I know. I'm the only one that cares. Why is it so dusty? Can't you do any better? <laughs> well, we are grinding concrete. It tends to get dusty. So people don't realize what a big deal dust is to me because I like things to be a little, you know, clean. Cleaner than most, I guess. So clean that you don't even want to touch the dust. That's true. <laughs> and since it's Christmas, um, one of the guys that works for us, Troy, he gave me my Christmas present for the year. And it's a um, a dust deterrer. But it's also a taser. <laughs> So anyway, we're going to do something a little different this week. Um, we got a chance to sit down with a couple that I've known for a long time, which I appreciate a great deal. They're kind of the fixer-uppers of Central Virginia, and uh, they do a great job, and we've come together on some projects for them, one of which being countertops that you'll hear about, which Tim could describe better about the differences there. We also had a chance to do their main living area in their home, Uh old, old, old hundred year concrete floor where we just kind of ground a little bit and, and got it to where they wanted it and kind of left a lot of character. And we've also done terrazzo restorations in some of their commercial projects, um, just straight polishing for them and other projects. So we thought it was good for them to come on and talk about kind of how they feel about concrete and about how it's good also for us contractors to kind of see where a consumer's coming from. Yeah, and in addition to that, I mean... We've been doing this for, um, I guess, 17 years now. And throughout that, we've learned that people like like the Calfies, they are actually an ideal customer in our field because they appreciate the the beauty of, of concrete that's not perfect. You know, they appreciate the character that, that the things that we do always has. Character. Character, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not mistakes, character. That's right, never a mistake. We usually finish a job and we leave and we don't. We don't really hear back from anybody unless there's, you know, unless there's a complaint or a warranty issue. So it was actually really good for us to talk to people. I guess it's been a year since we did their their house, and a couple months since we did the countertop. It's good to talk to them after they've worked with us and kind of see what they really, you know, what they thought. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of things to look out for within the interview is how Tim describes a little bit about how our countertops are different than what they have gotten in the past. And one thing I thought was really interesting during the interview was that. They talked about how they used to do their own countertops with, with quick reek bags from, from a big box hardware store. So it was fun for me to see the um it was fun for me to see them and kind of see a light bulb go off in their head when they when they see what's possible when you use like a really high quality concrete mix versus the kind of you know DIY, DIY stuff that, that people are sure. kind of used to seeing. Right, right. So with that said, give it a listen. There's a lot of pictures in the show notes too of uh, a lot of things we're talking about and um little bio about them too so check out the show notes and uh hope you enjoy 
So here we are at the Bedford Exchange with two friends of ours that are going to talk to us a little bit about kind of what they do, their hobby. And um, this is Daryl and Joanna Kalfi. Hey guys, I'm Daryl. And I'm Johanna. And I would use the word hobby. <laughs> I would put an exclamation point behind the word hobby. Uh, we, uh, I, well, our technical title is real stalkers. Um, we just, for the sake of sport, stock real estate, and a few years ago decided that maybe we should do something about it. Because <laughs> Daryl got t- sick of me sending him all the listings at work. We were just blowing him up all day, like, oh, yeah. let's go look this and let's go look this. And we've got plenty of realtor friends in our lives who also equally love and hate us because we're always like, hey, could you let us into the this ugly house? Yeah. Um, so that just evolved from there. So we coined the term uh, real estate stalking a couple years ago, and it aptly applies to Johanna for sure. <laughs> she is a real estate stalker. Yes. Um, yeah, we're just normal folks. We've got uh, normal day jobs. Uh, we're both in marketing. and um, But a few years ago, we made a significant amount of income uh, from selling our first house. And we saw the opportunity and potential. We reinvested that money into another property um, and into another business. And we kind of got a taste for it at that time. And then so fast forward uh, a little over 10 years later, uh, we are about to enter our 15th project together. Um, and it's just fun. It's just absolutely fun. So Yeah, and I obviously as a husband and wife team, uh, we we get a lot of pleasure out of – we used to work together years ago and now see this as an opportunity to invest our time and talent together. Um, yeah, so awesome. we've, we've kind of – yeah, years ago when we worked together, we figured out how to do the dance of, hey, this is what you're really good at and you lead on that and this is what I'm really good at and I lead on this and how not to um, – hate each other in the midst of it, you know, and work really well together. Um, So we find a lot of joy in that. I mean, listen, like there's definitely days where I think, you know, we probably want to stab each other, but we have children and, you know, so we don't, but, uh, (laughs) but overall, I mean, we just, I think we're a uniquely built team. Uh, We're both creative, but in different ways, Daryl's really awesome at hard labor. I mean, he can just pretty much figure anything out. He's like the demo guy. He's built for it. He just goes in and just tears stuff apart. And um, I think we're both pretty good at, at walking into really ugly situations and having vision for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how we ended up here. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, often people get asked what their spirit animal is. And um, I would say, what is our spirit drink? And so to give you some visuals, what's on the table right now? uh, Johanna is uh, Perrier. So she's the sparkling water of the relationship. Um, But don't leave me out too long or I go flat. This is so true. She's good for about 15 minutes. I love it. I love it. She is a sprinter creatively. Um, And I have a monster energy on the table um, of which I am sure sure about half of my uh, bloodstream is full of so uh, that's pretty much us in, <laughs> yeah. in drink form yeah. period and monster i love it that's yeah. right i love it yeah. so fun so we've done a mix of residential and commercial. Yep. Uh, we bought our first commercial building in 2009 with another partner, and it has been a, probably by far the, the wisest investment we ever made in real estate. You know, we're almost 10 years away from that investment, and it has paid us every year. Wow. And 
we learned a lot from that project, and I think um, almost 10 years later, uh, we are coming back to that again. Um, we've got a commercial project lined up for 2018 that we're super excited about. Um, and in between these, we've done um, a handful of residential projects every year, and the truth is, is that most of them have been rehabs. So they've been houses or buildings that everybody thought really should be torn down at the end of the day. But we love a resurrection story. We love a story of restoration. I think that's uh, metaphorical for our marriage. Um, And it's also metaphorical for our lives. And so when we see these houses that really are just pieces of crap, I mean, they're the worst of the worst. Um, we we just get a lot of joy uh, in bringing them to life. And I think what's really interesting is, is that as human beings, there is a desire for that story inside all of us. And we don't even know that it's there, but we respond to it in a way that's way different when we see the resurrection story in a, in a house like that versus a new construction proper project, you know. Sure, um, sure. And I think it's just something that's this kind of uh, rising out of the ashes or, uh, again, a resurrection, a spring, overcoming, overcoming. Yeah, yeah, transformation, that kind of thing. And so that's what we love doing. And we feel like that it's not only an investment in our in our family financially, but it's also an investment in our community here in Lynchburg. And um, it just brings us great joy to do it uh, for, you know, ourselves and for others. Yeah. And in terms of, you know, obviously that transformation process, we love texture and so early on in the process, we, you know, we're working with these houses that are basically biohazards when we start. <laughs> and, uh, but often they have some level of character, but they're older. You know, they're 20s, 30s, 40s. So you've got great kind of texture in, in the mix, but also we've yeah. learned that texture can cover a multitude of sins. Um, so our perspective has been, you know, how can we incorporate stucco and wood and you know metals and that kind of thing to create something that's visually beautiful even though it's not new and so concrete came up in that mixture so i remember distinctly the first time i saw a concrete countertop Mm -hmm. um it was gosh 2000 maybe 12 or 13 we were in charlotte and we were in Pottery Barn. And I remember, like, literally hunting down the poor sales associate there. And I was like, hey, man, I don't want to buy anything, but tell me everything you can about these countertops. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> and I remember busting out of there, and Daryl was there waiting for me. And I was like, Daryl, like, this is what we're going to do. Because we were in the renovation for uh, a house that we called the bungalow that we lived in for a couple of years. Right. It was a foreclosure that we transformed. And that was our first foray into concrete. So we walked away from that experience saying, like, let's do concrete countertops yeah so and and i think uh just a little bit of background i work in an industry that uh really uh focuses on wear and patina and and that's leather and so i value those things our family values those things so something that can wear over a long period of time and take uh on age and and shape and kind of become unique to the people that touch it every day like Mm -hmm. we value that and i think the same can be said about those concrete countertops that you saw in pottery barn in 2012 like the edges were worn in and there was a beautiful patina where hands and oils had kind of touched them. And you could tell that they were unique to the life uh, of that space. And so as we think about concrete and it's just natural, you know, we feel that way about so many things in our life that we love the patina and the wearing in process. Um, And that's why we choose concrete on a consistent basis. So I grew up in a family where concrete's always been a part of my life. Um, I grew up with a grandfather who was a a mason and uh, who poured concrete just about every day. And I can remember those moments from being a little boy about digging out footings and, you know, learning uh, how to trowel and float things. 
And I'm by no means an expert at it, but I've always felt comfortable around it. And my dad still does that every day as well. And so when it came time to do concrete countertops, I was like, absolutely, I'm in. And if you look at the comparison between what you get when you do something like concrete countertops versus you know, laminate, right? Or anything else that's kind of in that downstream category from like these, um, you know, I would say super expensive hard surfaces like granite or quartz or whatever. Like there's just no comparison. And the beauty and uniqueness that we've created in these homes through concrete countertops has been awesome. And then also we use concrete countertops in a lot of our outdoor spaces. So a lot of times we're pouring a slab or a what you would call kind of like a, I don't know, just kind of a general outdoor space. And so what we will do is instead of just making it a rectangle or a square, we'll add in a unique curve and we'll build in a fire pit in that. And I think uh, it's just, it's super simple. We've got to pour the concrete anyway. So just like, why not put the fire pit in it? And so we've done that on several homes and people respond really well to it. So So we talked a little bit about the countertops. Um, I was thinking first, the first thing we did with you guys was a bold move. Maybe, maybe we can revisit the countertops in a little bit. Yeah. But you guys chose something pretty bold for your own house. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Johanna found um, a house that really shouldn't be called house. It should have been called a shed. Uh, it was made of center block, and it was built in 1900. Um, it was a 20 by 25 structure. Um, it had no running water and no electricity, um, and it had been vacant for seven years. But it was on probably the most beautiful two acres in town. And so I'll let her tell the rest of the story. Yeah, so I find this awful, uninhabited house. And, of course, my natural response is like, yeah, let's do it. Which, it's funny because the price was just in land because everybody else was like, yeah, whoever buys this is going to rightfully shove it over. So, you know, it's this cold February day. I called Daryl. He's traveling for work. And I was like, I found it. Like, I found, you know, the next thing. And he's like, okay, can you send me some pictures? Um, You know, and I'm I'm out there freezing my tail off in high heels, like trying to take pictures of this shed or whatever. (laughs) And I called a friend and I said, hey, I need you to come over at lunch and like shove my butt through a window. So she (laughs) came over and that's like our thing we break into houses. And, um... Yeah, I mean, it was it was really not worth anything. Um, but we went ahead and, and we went after it. And uh, it, so it turns out under the asbestos tile that was on the floor was this old concrete. It was the original concrete from 1900 or whatever. Um, and Daryl said, you know, I want to keep this. And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, p- part of me wanted to, but I felt like it was such an unusual out of the box choice that I was, I was thinking down the line, like, whatever we ever sell this or, sure. you know, what will people think? Like, you know, yeah. well, is, will this look good? Um, and so, you know, but we ended up deciding to do it and it's got all this beautiful aggregate and levels. I mean, Landon, you can speak a little bit more to that. Cause you guys actually did the floors. You came in and, mm-hmm. and right. you know, polished yeah. them and. Um, I was nervous like the whole time, but you guys yeah, did yeah. an amazing job. And it's been so cool to see how people respond um, because it's not like a normal concrete floor, you know, that you guys would do in something new or, or even right. in a reno. Yeah. Um, we just said like, hey, it's beautiful in all of its inconsistencies and mm-hmm. imperfections and let's yeah. just do it. So we've um, created this, I think, a, a really cool, funky mix of we've put, you know, antique rugs throughout and you know brought in all that texture we talked about earlier and i it, it gets a response every time people are like is this like is this concrete like, right, yeah. Right, yeah yeah so um we yeah. think it's really cool and it's it's interesting how that trend is picking up even in design mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden like 
were the cool kids, even though we were ahead of it. So, yeah. 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 And I think one of the fears going in was people say, well, it's concrete and it's in my home. Is it going to be cold? Mm. And I don't think that way at all. Number one, it has a very warm tone to it. The concrete itself, after you guys got done polishing it, you know, kind of has a uh, almost a yellow, I would say, like burnt umber hue to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can guys can talk a little bit more about that um, because of the age, et cetera. But it was just so unique. And, and like Joe said, there was aggregate in there. And also we left um, the uh, the walls had kind of a, a plate that was built into the the concrete itself where the walls had been and it was kind of a, an old piece of wood and instead of digging all that up we kind mm-hmm. of patched and then like actually polished that wood too mm-hmm. and it's sick like it's hard to even replicate so i guess we'll just show in the show notes some yeah, photos of the house and you guys can check it out but like i could not say number one better things about like having concrete in the house mm-hmm. but number two about like what you guys are able to do at Modern Polish Concrete, you know, mm-hmm. um, you guys have such um, a willingness to try crazy stuff. <laughs> and um, we're just super grateful for that. Because at the end of the day, like crazy stuff is um, one of those things that creates a reaction. Either you yeah. hate it or you love it. And um, I think for us and, and our style, like we absolutely love it. So cool. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was old slab. So it was super wavy. And you got aggregate showing here, non-aggregate here. You got the wood in the floor. You've even got some old remnants of whatever they had did a hundred years ago. So it's it's splodgy. It's truly one of a kind. So it's actually beige because yeah, they used to mix with natural sand, and the, so the the natural sand here is brown. So all the concrete now is all that. It's like limestone, like mm-hmm. manufactured. I guess mm-hmm. it's manufactured sand. But whenever we get on an old slab like that, the concrete's actually brown. So that's why y'all's is kind of kind of tan, which is cool. Again, which I like. No one is like that, you know. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. new concrete is gray. Yeah. Well, and hey, and the best part, it works with these amazing antique vintage Persian rugs, which Johanna loves. So, hey, that's great. (laughs) That's my spirit animal. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, drinking your Perrier. (laughs) (laughs) I would say to add to that, we even did concrete countertops on top of our cabinets in that house as well. That Mm -hmm. they're a different tone, like they're a more traditional cool gray. Mm -hmm. And we did um, these navy and gray cabinets that. It just kind of pulls it all together. Um, sure. And again, those have taken on a lot of beautiful patina in the last year or so that we've been in that place. So. Yeah. With brass. Got to throw in the brass. Nope. <laughs> Great. Bra- you said brass. Is that what you said? Brass. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's uh, coming back. It is back. It's fully back. So We have uh, completely embraced fought. the brass <laughs> Daryl's always fighting me on it. House. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just, you know, to pull in more of the concrete countertop aspects, you know, we did four projects, three projects before calling Yeah, Modern Polish. I'm going to call you all out on this one. Like, y'all have helped us out on so many things, and all of a sudden you come out and say, oh, yeah, we can do countertops. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because we've been struggling for the last three or four projects with um, our quick quick crete countertops i mean essentially we've been buying bags of quickcrete and and making these countertops and they're at the end of the day they're functional and they look great and they're cool but like we've had a ton of them break in transportation Mm -hmm. we've had to figure out the right mix um the people that we've had help pouring them or like polish them at the end of the day they've been pretty inconsistent and you know not necessarily i would say pros at what we're doing um and that's part of the learning process right like Mm -hmm. sure like we've We've learned a lot, and all, all of a sudden, you guys come out and say, "Oh yeah, we can do that." And 
what you guys showed us on this last project, um, our minds have kind of been blown. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so we were doing we just finished a project uh, on a nineteen thirty two house, I believe. Um, and the we tracked with the future homeowner the the whole time somebody came to us a couple and said, Hey, will you do a house for us? We said, Sure. So they had a a a desire for a light concrete countertop. They saw Chip and Joanna Gaines do it in house and they're like, This is what we want and we're like Okay, so we found the right mix, and you know, Daryl got in touch with you guys, and and I, I was excited to see the outcome, but also just you know, this is a little bit different. Like what it what the expectation was for me was just like I don't know how this is going to look. Yeah, sure. Um, and they look incredible. I mean, it, we have had multiple people in the project since then, and everybody's like, wait. This is mm-hmm. concrete because everything's just per- it's perfect, and th- that's the challenge sometimes with concrete is you well know, I'm sure, is it can be very imperfect. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's the beauty in it. But for a concrete countertop, you guys, I mean, it looks like rock. You know, Mm -hmm. it looks like quartz or, you know, something else. It's a weird mix of like almost like Corian. Like because when we used to do those, Corian countertops are like almost perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you bring in, you you visually look at it and you go, I know it's like a, a, a... a different substrate yeah. like it's an organic natural material it's yeah. not a recycled plastic but like i'm not sure what it is and yeah. you find people start people to touch are just it, staring at it, it like what is that <laughs> like is great. that a gray granite and we're yeah. like, no they are it, they're so cool i can't wait to put a picture of that in show notes to show you guys between johanna's light fixtures and those countertops like <laughs> I, I busted my butt on that last project and everybody comes in and those are the only two things they ask about. I love it. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, I love the countertops. Oh my gosh, I love the light pictures. And Daryl's like, why do I do anything? <laughs> it's good. It's good. So. But truly, you guys crushed it. Like, yeah. it was amazing. So, cool. so thank you guys so much. Well, you had, Joanna met, you talked to me in CrossFit and you said, we want white or either, or either Daryl, you told me we want yeah, white. Yeah. And I was like, sure, we can do it. I went of to course. Tim. And Tim, Tim's, Tim's the guru. He is, he is the man with the countertops. I said, yeah, we got to do it white. And he said, what? <laughs> Never done white. Never done white. That's right. So that was the first white we did. Yeah. And it turned out awesome. How, how did you get them to come out white, Tim? Well, we just, I mean, so concrete is, is Portland cement and sand and gravel. So we, we eliminate the gravel. Your countertops are actually glass fiber reinforced countertops um, concrete. So it's called GFRC. And so there's no gravel, and it's just sand in Portland. So I just figured that the way to get it white, obviously, is to find white sand and white Portland. So that's what we did. There's no pigment. There's no color. It's just white sand, white Portland. Hmm. That's unbelievable. That's a pro tip. You guys should the know. pro tip. That's the pro <laughs> tip of the day, right there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that's amazing. Well, we definitely want to do that again, like for sure. White, cool. Yeah, white. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Everybody that sees us are going to ask for them. Yeah, so you guys funny. get ready for that one. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, but it's, again, we'll put those in the show notes for you guys, and you can check okay. them out. And um, they look amazing. See, awesome. I like what you said earlier. Is that something that I always. Um, in our industry, there's, a, there's this trend to like copy stuff. Like, we can make concrete look like wood, or we can make, make it look like you know rock. Yeah. And we do a little bit of that, too, because people call us and ask for that. But what I like about what we do is when we can take the things that we do, concrete, epoxy, and we don't copy something. Mm-hmm. That's when it looks at best. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the countertops, we're not like putting this fake rock edge on it, because, I mean, yeah. we could. We can make the edge look like chiseled rock or something, yeah. and it would look like it would look like stone. But... Yeah. We kind of steer away from that. And I like that people don't, um, you don't know what it is. And, yeah. You know, it's just concrete. And yeah. that's, that's what it is. Yeah. We're not faking it. 
I think the last four years have given me new respect for concrete. Like, it's just something we take for granted, right? We walk on it every day. It's all mm-hmm. around us. And I don't know that I ever appreciated that it could be beautiful um, until we started, you know, playing mm-hmm. around with this medium in the last few years. And, and I, I'm just like, concrete's amazing. Yeah. You know, like, it, it could really be so many things yeah. um, and, and serve so many purposes. Yeah. So. Well, Tim always says we don't want to be – we don't want to be an attention grabber in a room. We want to flow with the design. Mm. And so you guys have made us look good mm. by the way you design. <laughs> so Thanks. It's worked. Yeah. Our pleasure. Well, whenever y'all's trailers show up, like it's feel like the cool kids are in town. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. And um, the truth is, is like y'all are the artists and we just appreciate y'all doing the work. So yeah, it was fun. It's good to do it. We don't get to do uh, unusual things like that enough. Yeah. Um, we did one store in Charlottesville, very similar to the floor at y'all's house that we did. But we've only done that kind of thing where we are going to just say that this is an old floor and we're going to make it nice and clean and it's going to stay old. We've only done that a handful of times. But when we do it, it really turns out well. I right. Think. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, you're welcome. For just letting us know what you were thinking and why you put the concrete in your designs. And Yeah, yeah we look forward to the future with you guys. Awesome. You know, spirit animals and all. Exactly. <laughs> spirit drinks. Spirit drinks Cheers. and all. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.